Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Welcome into another edition of the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast and uh, a really incredible guest uh that we're gonna have on here you know you guys always uh hear about american dunes and everything that they're doing with folds of honor you know supporting um you know the families of of veterans that we have unfortunately lost and they decided to add uh, a different element to it and uh, are now including families of first responders so first responder that potentially loses their life uh on or off the job and then also um, you have the ability to support those who might be disabled and can't support their family by working every single day. So some incredible stuff uh, from Folds of Honor. And of course, uh, we appreciate the partnership that we've had just supporting in any way that we can uh, American Dunes and, and what they're doing. But we're going to have the senior vice president of Folds of Honor, Luke Sherman, uh, on the podcast. We'll get to that conversation coming up in a little bit as he details the expanded uh, opportunities that Folds of Honor is going to be providing uh, here moving forward. So really excited for that. Of course, we were just out at American Dunes a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and as always, just had a, a tremendous time. It's always cool to be around people who haven't played the course, um, you know, and kind of get their reaction and have them kind of understand exactly what it is and what it represents. But um, look forward to that conversation. I'm sure you guys will enjoy it as well. Of course, uh, this podcast brought to you by our friends over at Hall Financial. And, you know, look, if you're potentially looking for a new home, you want to do a cash out refinance to, you know, potentially do some upgrades at your house, whatever it might be, Hall Financial is the partner that you can trust. You, you really can. Uh, there's a reason why they have over 5,000 five-star reviews. Uh, just simply visit callhallfirst.com uh, and look into it. I mean, I've used them for both of my homes. I've refinanced with them as well. Uh, Hall Financial really just takes care of business top to bottom. Um, and D Hall, of course, huge supporter of golf, especially here in the state of Michigan. So we certainly uh, appreciate that. Of course, football season is here, and that means WinBet is bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports and casino betting from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. You can place bets on games for any major sport and they have multiple markets for every weekly golf tournament. Sign up today and after placing your first $100 wager, you'll receive $100 to bet with. There's an additional $50 casino bonus for Michigan's audience. There's no better way to enjoy sports than with some extra winnings in your pocket to use for all of your favorite bets. Betting is a team sport. Join the WinBet team and bet with the best. This offer only available to those in Michigan and is subject to change. Appreciate everything that WinBet has done. And of course, we got the President's Cup going on right now. So, you know, obviously uh, the U.S. is going to win in a landslide. I wouldn't be surprised if the international team doesn't win one match. But, um, you know, we'll keep our eye on it this weekend. And of course, if you're going to bet on it, um, we would encourage you to support the U.S. and bet on them, of course. But also, you know, utilize our, our friends over at WinBet. And, of course, with football season now in full swing, want you guys to take advantage of the Honolulu Blue canned cocktails that Coppercraft Distillery now has out there. And if you are out at, you know, the, the Lions football game on Sundays, make sure you stop by one of their five bars uh, and order the uh, Honolulu Blue canned cocktail. You can have it straight out of the can, uh, or you can grab a cup, 
pour it over ice, whatever you want to do. Uh, really just a tremendous drink and great to uh, have out there as you're supporting this uh, NFL football team in Detroit as they hopefully have a, a great season here moving forward. But Coppercraft, a ton of different brands. Uh, if you haven't had their bourbon, uh, absolutely tremendous. Their rye, also very underrated. But uh, make sure you ask for Coppercraft Distillery and, of course, the Honolulu Blue can cocktails this football season. And with that, want to make sure that we get to our guest this week. Uh, again, Luke Sherman, the Senior Vice President of Folds of Honor, uh, as Folds of Honor decided to, you know, add first responders and their families, um, you know, to the great work that they do. And uh, Luke details all of that, their mission moving forward, how important uh, their mission is. And uh, of course, it all is supported by our friends over at American Dunes. But let's get to uh, the conversation with Luke Sherman, certainly one of a lot of meaning right here on the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast presented by our friends at Hall Financial. Well, Luke, obviously, we are uh, really excited to have you on the Venture Detroit Golfers podcast presented by our friends over at Hall Financial. And, uh, you know, I'll just speak to it personally, um, you know, with Metro Detroit Golfers and, you know, certainly what we've been able to do with American Dunes and everything that it means and supports with Folds of Honor. Um, it's been one of the one of the best things that that Mike and I have been able to do over the last couple of years is, is get involved and just try and help in any way uh, that we can. So. You know, being able to have, you know, people like you on, people like Colonel, um, you know, and obviously some of the great people that we've dealt with, whether it be at American Dunes or Folds of Honor, uh, it's been unbelievable. But I, I want to start with you and, and just some of your, you know, background and, and how you got involved in uh, Folds of Honor and, and what this all means, you know, to you and why you're, you know, a part of this and, and what you want to see it do here in the future before we get to some of the bigger announcements that uh, that, that just came out recently. Right. Well, man, thank you for having me, and and it's an honor, and I'm I'm excited um, to meet you and and begin this process of of just a, what I call a good old fashioned American dialogue of just what matters in life and some of those things that that make us feel good, but some of those things that really energize life moving forward. So, with that, thanks for having me, and to answer, you know, about where I'm at, I just retired from the Tulsa Police Department. I did almost 30 years there. I think it was 29 years and seven months. Who's counting? Um, well, but, thank you uh, for your service. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you. It it, uh, it, it started with the blur in 91 and and uh, and just in March 31st of this year, I retired. But uh, how I got involved in this um, was different things within the agency that I worked for. I was a commander um, heading out the door, ran a special investigations division, ran our SWAT team for a few years, was on SWAT from 95 moving forward. Um, and just a lot of different fun things that I had the pleasure of serving my community doing um, and sort of chasing the bad guy, you know, <laughs> wolves chasing wolves. And, and that was always something that we enjoyed doing. But I met Dan in, I believe, 2013, 2012, 2013, Colonel Dan. Um, and uh, during that process, understood and, and was introduced to this idea of the folded flag. I knew about it because, man, I buried four people in my career. Um, and I say buried, we had we had fallen officers, but never really jumped down into the details of what that really meant. And um, bumped into Colonel Dan. It's a funny story with him. He's wearing a pair of red pants and, and he's got a red, white and blue shirt on. And, and I was doing some security work for them um, with a security consulting company that I own. And from there, it just sort of morphed into more curious 
and then more work involved with him. And he's such a laid back, um, you know, just unapologetic, but sweet person. And we began to have a, a good formed relationship. And then I began to become more involved in, man, what is this purpose? Now it's a military organization that was supporting, well, supporting the military. Um, but at some point we had that conversation about, man, we all fold that flag the same way, whether it's, um, overseas or or here, people are dying here, providing a service to make America what it is and the country that we all enjoy living in. So that's sort of how it, <clears throat> excuse me, that's sort of how it transpired. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a visionary. And in early 2022, um, we crossed in a, in a conversation and that conversation was, hey, this is the direction I'm going. And I'd love to have your advice on it. And from there, sitting at 29 years and at five months or six months, my pension was fine. I'm solvent. I'm ready to go. Um, and I said, man, let's go. I'm interested. I'll consult. But if you want me to retire, I'll retire. And and his, the, you know, the, the conversation was funny because he, and on the other side, he said, you're, you're serious. And I said, I'm serious. Let's go. And, and um, that that's where that business connection happened. But it's an unbelievable opportunity for me because as a, first responder, um, but also as a person that worked with the National Tactical Officers Association, I have this vast network and have seen the harshness of what first responders do. Um, firefighters, I think 148 were killed this year. Um, and in police officers, those numbers are probably higher. And then you have the COVID stuff. And then you have our, our life flighters. There was a life flight crew that went down in Albuquerque. And so you see that. And for Dan and, and the company to give me this unbelievable opportunity to help carry that purpose and champion that, that hope um, is just, it's, it's what I wanted. It's what I needed. And I told myself that that was going to be my next jump was to something that made a difference. And this is making a difference. Well, much like uh, Colonel Rooney, I can feel the passion. I can feel the energy uh, for yes. this. So it, it's uh, unbelievable. And, you know, I'll, I'll say it, you know, personally, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's tough to see, you know, how some people react to first responders and police of late. I think it's uh, ridiculous personally. And uh, I, I think we need to be supporting <laughs> uh, first responders and police officers and firefighters. Right way more than, than we do. And, and this is one way to do it. And, uh, you know, we'll just go right into, you know, the announcement here. The Folds of Honor is going to be providing now, uh, you know, scholarships for the spouses and children of fallen or disabled, you know, first responders. And um, right. it, it's absolutely unbelievable um, that you were able to make this happen along with Colonel Rooney, along with Folds of Honor, because, you know, obviously it's tremendous what has been done with with veterans and for veterans and their families but, you know, to be able to add a component to this um, is truly remarkable. And I got to believe there is a certain amount of, you know, pride and, uh, you know, passion and excitement for what is going to be happening and, and what is, this is going to lead to really in the years to come. Yes. Well, first and foremost, God bless our military. I mean, uh, you know, those men and women have been putting it on the line for so many, so many years and decades and centuries. And so to be able to to join arms with them and say, as, as protectors and defenders of our country, we stand with you as well. And so it's a neat harmonic sort of approach to it, but um, you know, the numbers jump out at you on the first responder side, there's 2 million first responders active right now. Um, You know, I, I, I crunch numbers. There's 240 million calls for service a year. That number really doesn't translate because when you look, you have, 
upwards of three to four on the average first responders going to each call. So when you look at an actual human being who is a mom or a dad or yeah. a brother or a sister heading to a call, you potentially have upwards of a billion responses from humans to other humans to say, okay, we're coming to help you. Um, those numbers are significant. And with those numbers, you see situations where we do fall. Um, we are catastrophically injured. And, and a lot of times people say, thank you for your service. But, but you know, and, and there's Americans jump out to really respect and honor those that are fallen. But this program really comes into that next day. What's that next day look like for yeah. that family? And Colonel Dan said it so well. He said, we're filling the gap. And I met with a widow yesterday um, of, a, of a recently fallen officer. Um, and that's a tough connection to have but but the look in her eye when she said thank you she's got two kids she's a school teacher and so she's starting to figure out which way is up but but we have the unbelievable honor and, and blessing to be able to come in and say we're standing by reverently your your husband served his community and no longer here um, but we're doing what we can to to try to to try to ease a little bit of that pain and to try to move that move that needle in a positive direction. You know, from sacrifice, we bring hope and and we have that opportunity to do it. And not just the folds, but the American people um, through, you know, programs such as our scholarship stuff, programs such as is the squadron, the thirteen dollars a month. Some of those programs just really put fire into that into that engine to make that engine move. So it's a blessing. I think sacrifice was the the right word, and and you hit on it too. I I don't think people truly understand, you know, in, in a moment in which, you know, you have to be responding to a situation, you know, I mean, your life is truly on the line, and you know, in that moment, there there is a family waiting at home, but right. in that moment, the first responders aren't thinking about that. No. It, it's we have a situation, we need to get in there, we need to save somebody's life. Or we need to, you know, like you said, wolves chasing wolves, you know, handle business. Uh, essentially, right. you're not thinking about the other effects. What could happen after that? And I, I mean, you know, I'm a I'm a total wimp. I, I can't imagine what what the, uh, the the adrenaline is like in that situation. And and I think the average person just doesn't understand um, mm -hmm. how much goes into that and the amount of I, I think courage it, it takes, you know, to go into situations like that. So it's just. I mean, this is it, it's remarkable, really, when you think about what people are doing on a daily basis, they already should be supported. But if right. something a tragedy is to happen, you, you, absolutely a family should be supported and, and, you know, have a family to lean on essentially moving forward. Yeah, 600 and you're 100 percent correct. And it's I think, you know, if you break your numbers, it's, it's almost it's over 660,000 calls a day. <laughs> and, and, and so when people really, you can look at the bad and the good, I'm a glass half full person, but when people start to look at it and realize there's every minute of every day, a, a, a red, white, and blue American is responding. We don't know who we're responding to as first responders. They're, they're called to, to respond and they do it and they do it with conviction and they do it with professionalism and integrity. And there are sure, sure. There's a few situations where there's some situations in our country that are not acceptable. But if there's 660,000 calls per day, we're doing a pretty good job. And when I got to see the family yesterday, I saw a little boy and a little girl. Uh, and um, the the widow pointed out a ball field, literally a half a block away, where that boy plays baseball with his daddy. 
and it, and it just hit me. And I'm, you know, I'm a 30 year guy. So I've, I've seen funerals. Um, but when you see the children, I think that's what hurts the most. Um, you know, I can't give you too many details, but I, I, I lost a canine officer in Tulsa and, and, uh, responding to an armed robbery and did it was doing his job and was killed in the line of duty during that funeral, his children and, and wife were on the front row. He's a canine officer. They brought the dog in and the dog came down and immediately engaged that coffin and started whimpering. And then you got to look at the kids and the dog and the, and the widow and realize, oh, wow, you know, we're going to lose it now because you realize it affects, you know, everybody. Um, but those kiddos were holding it together until their, their best friend, their dog came down because he could probably smell um, his master. So you really get a good grasp on what matters and what matters is those children have as much of an opportunity to carry through life um, with support, love, care, consideration. And what an unbelievable blessing for me every day to wake up and work for the folds and say, okay, let's go. Let's, uh, let's, let's get out and champion this cause and work with companies and, and groups such as yours to just say, let's provide awareness. Um, you may not like a person, but it's real hard not to like their kiddos. Um, mm -hmm. That's an American thing. They're, they're the, as I say, the last frontier of innocence that this country has. And so we owe that to them. Well, honestly, you know, it, it hits home. You know, I'm a, a new father. I have a, a two and a half year old daughter. And uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny, you know, you, you laugh because for years, you know, people go, Oh, you don't understand. You don't have kids, you know, and you just, you know, yeah, all right. You know, enough you truly don't understand until you have kids. And yes. um, it's just, it's a different responsibility. It's a different task, everything, every decision, everything that happens, it, it impacts them. And, uh, yes. you know, it's, it's so important, you know, to, to make sure that they just, especially in a situation like you're talking about, they have someone to lean on. They have somebody to go, to go out in that baseball field and, and throw a ball with. It might not be, might not be who they want, uh, right. you know, but there's someone. <laughs> And, right. and that to me is, is what hits home with folds of honor and the mission and, and everything that there is, even being able to, you know, pick up a, the phone and have people to call and talk to people who understand, you know, the, the situation that, that they're in. I mean, I, I think on so many different levels, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, what folds of honor does and, and obviously expanding it now to, uh, first responders, families, um, it, it truly is, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable and it makes such an impact. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's going to be a, a really, you know, and, and we talk about it a lot. It's a chance to heal this country a little bit. Um, you know, in 2020, um, and I was still active, but I ran our civil unrest groups. What a time. I mean, I never would have figured in my, in my career that we would have ever saw that we, we observed that in the nineties in SWAT and we prepared for civil unrest, but it never happened. And then in 2020, the world just came apart. And I think that Americans began to sort of point the fingers. And I think this is a really neat, you know, Colonel Dan talks about synchronicity. What an unbelievable opportunity to say, okay, enough of that. Let's put our differences aside for our children. Um, and, and for those families that are really truly paying the ultimate sacrifice, you know, this, this program will mirror the, the, the military side, but first responders that are killed in the line of duty, um, we're, we're honoring them. And, and Colonel Nick, who is my boss, um, went even further. He said, hey, first responders who are catastrophically injured, what do you think about that, Luke? And we worked that and we massaged that. And I thought, you know, if a firefighter's 
blinded or severely burned in the line of duty, man, that person, that man or woman deserves our care and consideration to help that family. If a police officer is injured, you know, and, and can't perform those duties, those are the two that we're, that we're hinging on. Uh, but even better than that, uh, you know, the COVID stuff, that's, that's not a problem. Um, if an officer dies, um, whether it's on or off duty, we're honoring the fact that that officer or that firefighter or that EMSA paramedic, they're a first responder um, and they gave their career and um, they were called to that career. Um, and if, if, if they have a heart attack, you know, you know, while they're off duty, um, that's okay for us. We're still going to honor that because we're focusing on the kids. And I did have a, a first responder family come to me and their father, their father passed away and they were concerned, but he didn't pass away from a catastrophic, you know, shooting. He was a sheriff deputy. He passed away from, from a sickness and, and they were interested, but they were also shy and a little bit bashful about feeling like they weren't honored. And I said, how many kids does he have? And, and they said four, he survived by his wife and four kids. And I said that I can, I can tell you what Colonel Dan would say and Colonel Nick, and Colonel Nick gave me this. We're in. We're in. We're, we're honoring the legacy of that young man who was also a U.S. Navy vet. Um, so we do see some crossover with some of the yeah. some of the first responders. And I think that that's understood and recognized by them. Well, Luke, how uh, how can people get involved? How can people learn more um, You know about this? This announcement that that Folds of Honor is going to be expanding a little bit, supporting, you know, first responders, families. Um, you know, please, if you can direct people uh, to learn more about, you know, everything that Folds of Honor does and, and certainly, you know, what you guys, the mission that you have on a, on a daily basis. Yes, obviously our, our website, foldsofhonor.org. But uh, one of the big things, the big push right now is our, is joining our squadron and our squadron's $13 a month. Um, and that goes into this process. We, the vision would be, you know, to have, you know, 100,000 or even 500,000 Americans that say, you know what, it's worth $13 a month to push toward this. And people may ask and they may say, well, you know, <clears throat> where's my money going? 91 cents on the dollar. Um, we're proud to say that we're we're a four star um, and we're a gold, you know, I'm sorry, a platinum rated through some of the companies that are the watchdogs for 501c3s and nonprofits. And we're proud to say that 91 cents on the dollar goes toward immediately right back to these recipients. And, and that's that's a glowing number, um, you know, forty four million dollars and almost ninety five hundred scholarships went out the door last year. And so to be able to handle those numbers and to keep that number at ninety one percent or ninety you know, ninety one percent of one hundred percent, which is ninety one cents on the dollar is just remarkable. And that's one of the biggest ways I think you can really impact this thing is to get people behind that. Um, if they want to go to the website and donate, we're more than happy um, to give them a hug, you know, universally across some electronic wave. But um, <laughs> but the squadron at $13 is a really amazing thing for, for people to be able to do. Well, Luke, obviously, uh, really appreciate the time. Have, have you been out to uh, American Dunes in, uh, in Grand Haven yet? If not, we, we got to set up a time and, uh, and get you out there. I haven't. I, you know, I, uh, my, my gin, my gin handicap just told me I'm a 5.8 now. So I, oh, I do, okay. I do need to get out there, but I, I haven't, uh, I haven't been, I missed the last run of the group out there, but, uh, that's, I love summers up in that area. So, I mean, I grew up in Milwaukee, so, you know, and, and have family and cabins and stuff further North in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, as they say, <laughs> but, uh, but I'd love to get up there and we'll, we'll maybe make a trip of that. 
let, let's make that happen. We'll get Kearney, Colonel uh, Rooney uh, on yes. the line as well and uh, try to make that happen. You're going to have to give us some strokes, though. It seems like uh, you're a good player. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my, my, my handicap is not indicative of what I probably play, but uh, you know how it is. I can't seem to get that thing to go back up. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's the issue. Uh, well, so. Luke, obviously, you know, appreciate you uh, coming on and, and just – Love the message, love the passion, and, and certainly just a great announcement for uh, for Folds of Honor. And we look forward to supporting in any way that we can, uh, you know, moving forward. But thanks again for the time, and, and hopefully we can tee it up uh, next year at American Dunes. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, and it's an honor. And pass along to the entire Detroit Metro uh, group that uh, we're we're honored to to be able to represent, and uh, we'd love to we'd love to join them at American Dunes. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility. 